Welcome to Capital Ideas. This is the podcast where members of the Majority Democratic Caucus in the Washington State House of Representatives sit down at the Capitol and talk about ideas. The ideas today belong to Representative Christine Kilduff. Christine works for the good folks of the 28th Legislative District, which includes a whole lot of places with names, and here they are. Fircrest, University Place, Lakewood, Stillicum, Tillicum, DuPont, part of Tacoma, Graham and Spanaway, plus Anderson, Ketron, and McNeil Islands. She lives in University Place, was an assistant state attorney general for the better part of two decades, and was first elected to the House in 2014. We recorded this conversation Tuesday, August 1st, 2017, and here it is. Thank you, Representative Christine Kilduff. I appreciate you joining us for Capital Ideas. You bet, Dan. Thanks so much. Pleasure to be here. You represent the people of the 28th District, which is, I guess, what you would call a purple district. There are three members of the state legislature from every district in the state, one senator and two representatives. The same people vote for all those people. You are the Democratic state representative. You serve with a Republican state representative and a Republican senator. So I think it's a perfect way to talk about bipartisanship, um, comity, civility in politics, and obviously we're going to have to talk about the lack of that as well. So tell me how this came to be something that you have been interested in since you, probably before you came to the legislature. Yeah, so the 28th is a very politically diverse district. And in terms of my interest in these issues, particularly in civility and bipartisanship, um, it, it, I have to say it's rooted in, in great part in my profession as a lawyer, where we, and as an employee and uh, assistant attorney general working on behalf of the people in a different capacity, you know, civility in how you conduct yourself with your colleagues before the bench, uh, in the office. That was something that was emphasized under the three attorneys general. I served under two Democrats, uh, uh, A.G. Gregoire and A.G. Ferguson, and also under A.G. McKenna, Republican. So um, always taking the high road uh, is, a, is a rule that I try and live by, but that was also something that was part and parcel of my work and the expectation of me and my fellow assistant attorneys general as we represented the people in the courts, uh, in uh, proceedings, administrative hearings, in any setting at all. So that's uh, that in large part is the genesis of my interest uh, in civility. And I think a natural corollary or nexus to uh, bipartisanship. So you found it possible to be, as an attorney, extremely competitive, have a strong desire to win, but not necessarily at the cost of sacrificing the kind of human relationships that we need. Right. Yeah. I mean, in our judicial system is founded on the uh, principle of zealously advocating for your client. One thing that sets uh, prosecutors uh, and those who represent the public apart and, uh, again, a value that was very emphasized by the attorney general I served under was making sure that we do justice, that we do right by the people. And if you're doing right by the people, you're conducting yourself in a way that merits trust and confidence in what you say, how you advocate, and uh, that hopefully leads to good outcomes uh, as well for the citizens. 
Fast forward to 2014, you're elected to the state legislature. Bingo, you're doing orientation with Democrats and Republicans that are new to the legislature. You're meeting people, you're being assigned to committees, etc. What was your experience when you got there? Yeah, well, first of all, uh, such a tremendous honor to represent a politically diverse district. And it also, I believe, uniquely situates our legislative team because we can work together. For example, um, my house seatmate and I, we often co-sponsor bills that uh, one or the other writes. So we get a chance to uh, advance the ball together for the citizens uh, that we represent. And so when I got here, I had a little orientation in December 2014 and met the newly elected members, but it was pretty clear to me and since then further cemented that the people who are representing the citizens across this state are here, I believe, in large part, if not uh, entirely, to do right by their communities. And we have honest and real disagreements, but from the get-go, it was clear that the people that, you know, that new class that I joined of legislators and those who'd been here for some time, that they want to deliver results for their citizens and the people who've asked them to be their voice in the legislature. And to be a part of that process as well, in addition to serving uh, on behalf of the citizens of the 28th, be a part of the institution has been such a privilege. And that's also why civility and bipartisanship, I think, are important, because you den- if you lose those values, you denigrate the institutions. If you denigrate the institutions, you put trust and confidence in those institutions at great risk. And unfortunately, I think in the other Washington, we've seen a lot of examples where our citizenry across the United States has, has lost confidence and trust in terms of just getting stuff done. Our legislative body, there's a lot more agreement and I would say bipartisanship and working together than we see in our national legislature as well. Why do you think that is? I think there are many factors at play. I think that for some folks, uh, partisan-type bickering, denigrating uh, institutions by grinding them to a halt, uh, they can serve a political agenda, but that does not add value to the lives of the citizens. So our job as Washington state legislators is to do the best we can for our respective districts and collectively for the 7 million citizens who are depending on us to make good decisions that keep our economy strong, that keep our communities uh, safe and make sure that our our citizens are, are healthy and strong and can get to work and can drive over those roads or the Tacoma Narrows Bridge and, and be economically successful and raise a family. So when you're driven by partisan bickering, and there's been, again, I think a, a lot of that at the federal level, we're not getting results for people. And that's contrary to why we are serving and what we need to be doing. The medium that we're using right now, which is the Internet, certainly has taken a lot of blame for the decline in the the climate of civility. I don't know which came first, whether people are just nasty and the internet gave them a chance to spew that, or if there's something about that technology that encourages people to reach in and find some baser parts of themselves that they would not show in public. 
But it does seem that you can almost chart the decline in civility in politics and in life. Those things kind of dovetail. And I'm wondering, have you thought about the impact of technology on civility, not just in the legislature, but in, in life and society? It's hard not to, uh, you know, as a mom of two teenage girls, keenly aware of, of that impact uh, on my own children as well as the community and our state and the country as a whole. I think, unfortunately, with we, we have so much information coming at us, including through the social media stream. Sometimes it's easy to to get a little siloed, whether just sitting at your computer all day or just listening to one you know, radio station or watching one TV news. I, I, I do think that regardless, though, those those technological forces, it really is incumbent upon us as parents, as citizens, as neighbors to still abide by notions of civility, you know, and before you press send, think about it. Before you put a a post online, just take a breath. You know, again, many factors, I think, play into this. But what's a constant, I think, is the value of of respect, mutual respect, because that's kind of the glue that holds a society together. And if it gets to a certain tipping point, that could be perilous for us, because we are, we do depend upon one another. If we have a Cascadia subduction zone event here in Washington State, and I'm crossing my fingers uh, right now that we don't. But we're going to need to depend upon one another as communities here in the Puget Sound to get through that. And again, hopefully that will never happen. But we need to keep that glue between us. This is new to us too, particularly social media. So I think we'll get better at it. And it's an opportunity to grow and learn, I think, as a as a human race uh, as well. But we need to stick to the constant of, of a value like respect. It's important. Let's come back to the legislature now and look at some examples of what we're talking about rather than being kind of theoretical about this. Do you have an example that you have at your fingertips right now that you can talk about, about how possibly civility might have saved the day in certain situations? Yeah, and uh, again, given that I'm part of a, a legislative team that's both Democratic and Republican, I've been able to work with my House colleague, Representative Murray and Senator O'Ban on legislation to ensure that veterans and military families have access to legal services, pro bono legal services. That's an, actually, we worked with the Attorney General's staff. It took us two years to get it done. Senator O'Ban had the companion, but Representative Murray and I, we actually testified together in one of the hearings, I think it was in the first year, and he was a co-sponsor of that legislation. And now I'm excited that that has been signed into law by the governor. And this is key in your district because so many tens of thousands of people in your district are either serving right now in the military at Joint Base Lewis-McCord at Camp Murray, or they are veterans, or they're family members, or they are small business people that depend on the payroll coming from the military, etc. This is a district whose economy and culture are very closely linked to the military. That, that's right. We are probably the most military-connected district uh, in the entire state. Washington, of course, is the sixth or seventh largest military state. So we are a, a proud military district, and we have so many people who have either are still actively serving or have retired out of the military. So this kind of legislation to get it over the finish line is very relevant to the people that 
I have the honor of representing. And going at it as a partisan issue would have just killed it. Absolutely. And, and, you know, helping families, helping military families, making sure our roads are safe and our families have economic opportunity, those really are not partisan issues. They're not Democratic issues or Republican issues. They're just issues we need to work on together, acknowledging those honest disagreements, but doing so in a respectful fashion. I know you're busy. I've kept you for a while. I want to cut you loose here very quick, but do you have another example? Because I really do think that these concrete examples are helpful. My Republican colleague, Representative Young, from the Gig Harbor area, represents the uh, west side, if you will, of the Tacoma Narrows Bridge, whereas the east side of the bridge is in the 28th Legislative District. So we've had a chance to collaborate, uh, for example, uh, last year to keep the Tacoma Narrows Bridge tolls low. We collaborated again more recently to establish um, a work group to look at ways to keep those tolls low going forward because we have some uh, what they call debt service payments that are going to be a challenge, not insurmountable, but one that needs to be tackled. So I actually was at a meeting with Representative Young and other members of the legislature and the Washington State Transportation Commission today to begin that work. And so that, that collaboration, I guess the point of that story is that collaboration can include my Republican colleagues from outside the 28th or across the bridge or across the state. Thank you, Christine. I really do appreciate you taking some time during your very short interim to talk with the listeners of Capital Ideas about something that every day seems to be more and more important as we see it deteriorating so badly over on the East Coast in Washington, D.C. I hope that you can be a good influence, that this can be a ripple that spreads outward. Thank you very much, Representative Christine Kilduff. Thank you so much, Dan. Pleasure to be with you today. Well, we're done for today, and I hope you enjoyed that. If you did, or even if you didn't, why not subscribe to Capital Ideas on iTunes or at housedemocrats.wa.gov. What we're talking about here is your state government. The more you know about how it works, the better it can work for you. I'm Dan Frizzell for the Washington State House Democrats, and I thank you for listening.